I'm the most powerful I've ever been, and it's all thanks to my tramp stamp. He's busy doing other things. Miss- Probably his taxes or some shit. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. Hey everybody, it's your GM Alex. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Gaming. I just want to take a minute to remind you to, uh, if you haven't yet, take a trip on over to our Patreon account where you can help us bring you more quality content by supporting the podcast financially. Uh, If you haven't yet, another thing that you can do that would really help us out is rating us on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use, though iTunes is the big one. The more reviews we get, the more visibility we get, and the more people that can listen to us, and we can change more lives that way. So uh, it's very important to uh, get that visibility. So if you haven't yet, it would be a huge help, maybe even bigger help than a $5 pledge. Although if you did both, oh doggy, you'd be really helping us out. Anyway, that's enough from me. Please enjoy episode 65, Should We Stay or Should We Golem? Dookie! Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. Waiting on you, Scram. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. You have a very important Especially answer to Tom. question. Oh, God. You have a very important question to answer. Nailed it. Uh, Zarski just asked you, why don't you tell me the real reason you came into my apothecary two days ago? Also, she still wants that rod, rod of Silence spell. Hand on the Rod of Silence spell. Not aggressively, but more like I don't want Zarskia like, Kind of grabbing it. He's protectively grabbing his rod. <laughs> I am protectively grabbing my rod. Because, because of this hostile adult in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> kind of a little bit taken aback. What do you mean? What what possible other motive would I have for being here? She takes a second and she reaches into her robes. And pulls out a glass vial. And she says, uh, do you know what this is, Scram? She holds it up. Hell if I know. When I drink this, I'll know if whatever you say is true or false. Uh, doesn't he have to drink it? (laughs) I'm assuming she's an alchemist and it's an extract of discern lies. Shut up, Matt. You don't know that. She, uh, she drinks it. She says, okay, first question. Scram, are you a beast master by profession? Or at all? Why are you chucking questions at me? She takes a nod yes. She takes a deep breath, stands up, opens the door. Guards And that's when I'd use Dimension Door. Question Do I hear that yell of guards? I'd say yeah. Tuck Tuck and the hood would probably barely be able to hear it. Devoth, you definitely hear that. Yeah. You would know that one of the guards coming is me. I don't definitely know that because you could be posted elsewhere for any other situation. That's true. Uh, that's true. I think we, would, me and Tuck Tuck, would use this as the opportunity to try and get to the basement. So, Dim- Scram uses Dimension Door. Yeah. Where do you go? Uh, I go back to the. Actually, oh, that's you know, that's too far away. You only get like eight hundred feet. <sighs> it's four hundred feet plus oh. forty feet per level. Okay, so so it's actually less than 800 feet. <laughs> it's like 720 feet. Yeah. Let's get to, um, can I at the very least get out the front? That's like less than 100 feet away, probably. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, you, you could pop yourself into the bar across the street if you wanted to. Yeah, like if like, you just want to like put yourself down the street, like you can do that. 
You pop yourself up on the roof if you wanted to. Somewhere where the guards are not allocated to. Can I get out of the apothecary? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, that's what I want. And is not not going to stick around in one area. He will actually continue. Uh, he will actually run around. Not in a circle. So, like, you, you dimension or and immediately start serpentine pattering? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want her scrying on me and figuring out where I'm at. Okay. Uh, I, serpentining doesn't really... Dodge scry like a lightning bolt. <laughs> he's like, let's find this motherfucker. No, he's running too fast. <laughs> <laughs> the sensor can't keep up with him. So I, I like to imagine, like, scrying like dimension doors into, like, a public bathroom somewhere and, like, interrupt some poor old man <laughs> before serpentining out into the streets. <laughs> just, just slithering. <laughs> All right, but meanwhile... Devoth, you just heard Zarskia shout for the guards. All right, I make haste downstairs. Okay, run down, and I, I assume I see her pretty much at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, she's not right at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, oh, be... there's, there's that hallway there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not the first guard there because there are two guards posted at the bottom of the stairs, but you get there right after them. Okay, and uh, like as you're approaching, uh, you hear Zarskia. Telling those guards, uh, go outside and look around the apothecary. Go a couple blocks out. Find that kid that was just here. She she sees you coming. She says, you stay at the bottom of the stairs. You're taking over their post while they're gone. Oh, do you need me to search anything, anything else or what? She pauses for a second and says, yes, I want you to search the third floor. Just stick to the hallways. Be careful in the northern corridor. There's a trap. I give her like a quick salute like i am and i just cl- start climbing up the stairs okay uh let's go to tuck tuck and the hood you just heard zarskia shouting for the guards followed by nothing else really loud you heard the guards directly outside your door like stomping down the stairs but that was pretty much it i think last week our, our plan was to try and drop something down the chimney right to set off the trap and that so that we could go down it to the basement. Yeah, I think that was one of the things that you were considering doing. Yeah, but I think at this point you guys are probably still in the lab and you just heard her shout for guards. Yeah, I think the plan was to go out the window where you came, go up to the third floor, go in the window with the cerebic fungus, and then tra- traverse the hallways from there using that key you just found. Uh, speaking of spider climb, so Tuck Tuck, you used communal spider climb on everybody, right? Yes, I did. So it's 10 minutes per level, and you need to divide that duration uh, amongst the people you put give the spell to in increments of 10 minutes. So In that case, I wouldn't have taken any of it then. Because he's got the slippers. All right, that, that, that evens everything out then. Everybody gets 20 minutes of spider climb. Because as it was, three of you had 20 minutes, two of you had 10. So you guys are going to go out the window and uh, up to the Sreeper Fungus? Yep. I would have shut the window to her lab as well. So she doesn't walk in and immediately go, why is that window open? (laughs) Thank you for specifying, because that (laughs) changes things a little bit. All right, so you get to the Cerebric Fungus's room, and you go in. I shut that window behind me. Okay. Uh, You two here in your heads. So you've returned. Yep. And as we'll keep walking by him, and I'll think in my head, once we get what we came for, we'll be back for you. Let me examine your penis. 
Tuck, I'm tuck, just going to keep going and... <laughs> tuck, tuck, unzip. Open the door. <laughs> yeah, I, I flash him some bird knob. <laughs> All right, I'll re-knob him. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, nothing better than getting knobbed, except getting re-knobbed. He is fascinated oh, what? by your reproductive Those organs. Freeze. Okay, so then you move on. God damn it. What did you spend, like 10 minutes showing him your penis? <laughs> yeah. Just keep yeah, a track of spider yep, climb. So. Easy. <laughs> okay. So you uh, go out into the hallway, and it is a, so it's a straight shot and then a right turn, and then you can go straight or left, and you know that going left brings you to the third floor landing past a trap, and going straight leads you to Zarski's room. Yeah, we want to go to the room that was locked, because that's what we're speculating the key goes to. Okay. Now, Devoth, I need a perception check from you. I'm going to give you a plus eight bonus on your perception check. So, perception check with a plus eight bonus comes out to a 33. You pass your perception check, and you spot the trap, and round the corner just in time to see Tuck Tuck in the hood fiddling with the door to Zarska's bedroom, though you don't know that's what's on the other side. Hello, you two. I guess you're done in the lab. Put them in the bilges. <laughs> <laughs> right now get out and go in the building <laughs> go Dra- back to the ship and pump that shit out drag him de- by the ears down the stairs <laughs> hand him over to Zarskia say I'm their captain I'll handle them <laughs> <laughs> I turn the corner I see them fiddling with a lock and I was like I think the lab is downstairs a level we think we need to get to the basement there was no no evidence in the lab I also think the basement might be down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we can access the basement by going through the chimney. All right, well, when, why do we need to get to the basement? That's where we think the evidence might be. And, Dirt. Uh, yeah, I elbow Tuck Tuck to show him, show him the wand. I hold up the wand and say, it's a dirt mover. Oh, so you think she's hiding stuff down there? It's the only thing we got to go on at this point. Like This whole time we're talking, I'd like... I assume Devoth would keep kind of like looking over his shoulder back down the hallway just to see if anyone's coming. Hmm. How how hard is this lock to open? Yeah, I was just wondering. That too. <laughs> You're good. like, we're fiddling with it. Either it worked or it didn't. Yeah, yeah, you, it worked. You're fine. Okay, okay. cool. <laughs> Remembering that when I was looking around and I kind of found that rough outline, there was something labeled, like a person, a thing labeled in here. Yeah. Before we open the door, I would draw my bow, just in case. So, you enter Zarsia's bedroom. Black polygons are furniture. The blue square is the fireplace. And the Sahuagin image is actually a large clay statue. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a pile of clay. (laughs) Easy. Knock it over. (laughs) You uh, You can make a knowledge arcana check. Tuck, tuck, do you actually oh. knock it over? No, I'm going to make a knowledge I can check. Oh, okay. Because then I, I should 18. know if I can knock it over. Um, I'm just going to use my once a day take a 20 for a 24. Oh, Devoth pokes his head in? I'm probably going to like stay outside just to keep watch still, like unless they really need the help. But I would take a look at it and be like, what the fuck is that? All right. It's uh, it's an eight-foot-tall clay statue of like a like a well-toned human male, but instead of a human face, it's got like a big old bird face. Devoth, you rec- you immediately recognize this as a clay golem. Uh, it does not golem. seem to be activated, but it could be under any such instructions from Zarskia as to when it activates, why it would activate, and what it would do once it does. 
All right. Are we actually inside the room at this point, or are we standing in the doorway? You can you can be wherever you want. You could be standing in the doorway and just kind of looking around. Does it change anything if I'm inside the room or not? I don't know. Why don't you put yourself inside the room and find out? Nope. I'm going to choose to walk on the side of the wall then. What? In case that thing... I'm gonna, oh, you're, like you're not going to touch the floor? Yeah, in case it's like got a spell on it, then once you touch the floor, it activates or something. Okay. I will walk on the floor. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, my guess there... I mean, this is pure speculation, but my guess is that it's it probably activates if someone opens the door with something other than the key. Like, if someone kicks mm, in the door that would make sense. or doesn't use the key to open it. Gotcha. But that's pure speculation. I honestly wouldn't be too concerned with the golem. I'd be more concerned with getting over to the fireplace or chimney and trying to drop something down it to set off that trap so we can get down. Just, just drag the golem over and shove him down the chimney. <laughs> well, maybe not the golem. Like maybe I don't know one of those little pieces of furniture or something. I just I can just imagine that. They're just like, dong. I, like, I feel like that would be a good way that? to activate it, right? <laughs> so I'll go ahead and read you the bedroom description now that you're in there. A pair of inlaid sconces holding dancing flames illuminates this well-appointed bedchamber. The room is furnished with a canopied four-poster bed. Two large wardrobes, a polished circular table, and a mirrored dresser near the door. A grand carved fireplace stands in the southeast corner, next to which stands an eight-foot-tall clay statue with a muscular body and the head of a bird of prey. Uh, You guys can give me a perception check once you actually enter the room. So, Devoth, if you're just hanging back, then no perception for you. Okay. Who'd got a 26? I got a 29. Uh, okay, so the sconces hold continual flames, which are like, oh, like 100 gold each uh, for that spell. Uh, a stylish purse in the north wardrobe holds Sarskia's day-to-day spending money, 10 platinum pieces, 47 gold pieces, and 29 silver pieces. Fashionable outfits of dresses in the wardrobes are worth a total of 360 gold. A jewelry box in the dresser holds high-quality imitation ladies' jewelry. Uh, wasn't supposed to tell you that it was imitation, but oh well. Uh, <laughs> 215 gold, but appears more valuable to the undiscerning eye. Luckily, yours are discerning. Under the dresser is a slim case containing a fully stocked disguise kit. I'm assuming you guys are kind of poking around a little bit before you go right to the fireplace. Yeah, um, sure. I might steal a dress. Okay. <laughs> so, with your stellar perception checks, a stone within the mantle of the fireplace can be removed, revealing a switch. Perfect. Flip the switch. Okay. Oh, yeah. You flip the switch, and a sort of... <laughs> a robotic voice says, trap disabled. <laughs> it's like um, like background noise. Ambient? Yes, Ooh. thank you. A, a sort of ambient hum that you hadn't really picked up on beforehand stops, and you're only aware of its absence now that the switch flicked. The hum was definitely coming from the chimney nice but that's it just no more humming yep i wonder if that disarmed the trap i think it did and i'd be willing to bet me going first on it or did it turn a second trap on um (laughs) maybe is his is his is tuck tuck spider climb still active oh yeah Okay, then yeah, you can go first. Otherwise, <laughs> right. I say maybe I should go. So like we could kind of, if it wasn't, like I can stop. I mean, yeah. I am a bird. I can glide. Yeah. I don't know how good you can fly in a chimney, though. That's just a, a Tengu thing. He can just always so feather fall. fall. Feather yeah. fall. Yeah. He can't, gotcha. he can't right. ascend, but he can 
Well, then in that case, I just push you in the back. (laughs) Down you. (laughs) I have to make a fly check. Okay. I will probably crush it. Yeah, I got 24. I'm fine. Okay, so, uh, Tuck Tuck, you're in the the basement. Yeah, what's it like down there? But not me. Uh, Oh, yeah, you show up right after Tuck Tuck. A pile of old, unused firewood is stacked near a wide brick fireplace in the dingy cellar. A torch in a sconce on the south wall illuminates this room. Opposite the fireplace, a corroded iron gate secured with a padlock blocks the entrance to a tunnel beyond. So that's like the western edge. That's something that would not have come up in your blueprints. The western edge of the map, yeah. that's a. There's a gate that leads to a tunnel. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, oh. oh, to the north. Oh. Stony rubble and overflowing dirt completely fill a flight of stairs leading upward, and a plain table holding scattered papers stands to the south. So the rubble blocks the staircase that would have led to the kitchen. So basically, if you tried to get to the basement from the kitchen, you would have activated a trap, and then also the door would have just been completely uh, blocked with hence, stuff. <laughs> hence what that wand's for. Perhaps. What do the papers on the table say? It looks like just some like very old alchemy uh, notes. You probably would have gotten pretty excited when you saw the papers on the table. Then you investigate them, and like it's just like nothing. Nothing yeah. that you didn't already see in the lab. Can I make a perception check to see if I missed anything? Yeah. I encourage it. 28. Oh, I got a 20 with a natural one. Ooh. <laughs> oh my that God. red 20 looks hilarious. Though. It does. <laughs> you notice what looks like an area of dirt that has been disturbed very long ago, but was like intentionally covered up and you almost missed it. Oh, okay. Hey, Tuck Tuck, come here. Take a look at this. I go look at it. Is it dirt? uh, Yeah, but it looks like it was disturbed a while back. I pull out the wand. Yeah, exactly. Shall I wand the dirt? Wand the dirt, oh wandy wand. Alright, I use the dirt mover. Uh, Alright, so you use the wand of expeditious excavation. That's not what I said. What? (laughs) What? Huh? (laughs) Uh, dirt mover. You use the dirt mover. You use the dirt mover. <laughs> that was harder to say for you. The dirt mover. Yeah, I can say mur- expeditious mur- excavation, no problem, but dirt mover is really tough. <laughs> the dirt mover. <laughs> you find, uh, previously buried, but now that the dirt has been merved, a small chest with a lock Fuck on yeah. it. Yeah. Pick the lock. Pick the lock. Alright, alright. Tuck Tuck is chanting. Quiet. Uh, what, what kind of lock does it? Does it look like it's a very complex lock? Does it look like a simple lock? Looks like a pretty good lock. Just bust it. I, I'm not, I can't bust things with an arrow, though. Uh, I'll try a disabled device. 21. No good. Hmm, let me check my spells. I'm debating whether I use the hero point to make it a 25. Pathfinder usually goes in Nice increments like that. I feel like a stone discus to the lock would be a good choice, too. I was thinking about that. All right, yeah, just, that sounds better than a hero point. just whack it with a discus. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to shoot the lock with a stone disc. What would be better against a lock? Bludgeoning or cutting? <laughs> cutting, so right? Probably about the same. Go ahead and roll damage with the stone discus or whatever you end up using. Twelve. Okay. Uh, you seem to chip a little bit out of the uh, out of the lock. 
Um, I'm going to do it again. Okay, yeah, c- oh. keep going. I mean, can I do this with shooting it with an arrow? I guess. Right. So both of you guys go at it. I'll, I'll tell you that the lock has hardness 10 and 10 hit points. So hardness is basically DR for items. So first you've dealt two damage and then one damage. So you've, it's got seven hit points hey, left. I, I broke it. What? I've been rolling damages. I've used one, two, oh. three, four, five, six. All right. So you just burn a bunch of charges off your stone yeah, discus wand until it breaks? Uh, it's literally infinite because it takes very little time to make another wand. Okay. <laughs> But it's not infinite, though, so keep track. Yeah, I am. I'm at 41 charges. All right, cool. All right, so inside the chest, after you break the lock open and open it up, is a thingy. Hold on. Is it pumps to go with my new dress? Snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Inside the chest, you find a three-inch cubic puzzle box. It's coated in dark lacquer and elegantly decorated with gold leaf, mother of pearl, and precious stones. What do you do? Uh, how do you open a puzzle box? I guess you solve the puzzle. But but before you give that a shot, let's go back to Devoth. So Devoth, you just watched Tuck Tuck in the Hood enter Zarski's bedroom and presumably waited there until they disappeared down the chimney. Yep. And then I would, you know, close the door quietly behind me and, you know, finish my patrol and head back downstairs. Okay. Zarskia is, she's in her lab, but she has her door open and she sees you coming down the stairs well, there's nobody up there, ma'am. Roll bluff. Yeah, I was going to say, I assume that's a bluff, Jack. I mean, technically there is nobody up there. Shut up and roll bluff. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 28. Hold your post at the bottom of the stairs. Aye. Okay. Uh, back to Scram. If we can even keep up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm He's just zigzagging on. down the street. <laughs> Do you like head back to Tessa's or are you just running around? I am absolutely not heading back to Tessa Fairwinds. Uh not until I have uh until I have like some sort of sign that, you know, everything's all good. And do I have spider climb on me right now? I think so. Yeah, so I'm just gonna climb up on top of a building and uh, just wait for that wanted score to go down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going to do. All right. Okay. And uh, uh, I'm, I'll am i actually, like, I kind of want to be f- far away enough from the apothecary, uh, but enough to have, like, an eyesight on, like, the front entrance and, like, roughly people going in and out. All right. So it'll be, like, a couple blocks down. You can, like, just kind of, like, barely see the front door. Right. From the building, the rooftop that you're on. It's a it's a big area to cover, but you do see a couple of guards uh, exit the apothecary, and they just kind of start doing running up and down the streets. Uh, it'll take them a while to even get to the building that you're on. Sure. And from the looks of it, they're just kind of covering street level. Right. Cheryl, what are you doing? Yeah, well, I'm just hanging out, making right. sure uh, everything's okay. He was okay outside out here. the window. All right, cool. Originally went in. Back to Tuck Tuck in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> so, you are standing there with this puzzle box. Wait, activate it. Oh, wow, really? It does. How it does it work? Does. Uh, that's why I love this guy. I activate it. He does <laughs> things. He's a doer. I know. I'm a he... doer. <laughs> I'm a go-getter. <laughs> that's how you get around the dice rolls. You just say that you do it. <laughs> exactly. I do it. I just... Role-play it hard enough. Wait, there's dice in this game? <laughs> Give me an intelligence check. Ah, but I'm garbage at those. Well, I'll do it anyway. I can't do wisdom. <laughs> I got a four. 
you knock it against the wall a couple times, but nothing happens. <laughs> Not, I peck at it. Can I take a crack at it? Sure. Ooh. Natural 20. Ooh. Ooh. What's your total? 20. <laughs> <laughs> You're just not smart enough to solve this puzzle cube. I mean, would I'm a 22 so do sorry. it? <laughs> oh, my God. What? Or, sorry, would a 22 do it? Maybe. Why? Because that's the max I can roll. <laughs> I, I, do you, are you going to take a 20? Each intelligence check costs you one minute. And so taking, a, taking a 20 is like taking your time and doing it right. It'll probably take like at minutes. least 20 minutes, half an hour. Yeah. What if I just use the... Hero point for the plus four on my natural 20. Ooh. Are you, you going to do that? We we shouldn't spend 20 minutes in here. So I feel like our options are roll the dice with that and see Ooh, if it's yeah. the evidence. Or we just take the box with us. <laughs> or we take 19 minutes rolling to see yeah, if we can do another we 20. Do that in the <laughs> basement. <laughs> and even then we're still going to have to use the hero point. Unless, wait, you said you could get a 22? I could get a 22, so you probably still need I use my hero point for a 24. That does it. Oh my yes! god. Yes! It was a DC <laughs> yes! 22. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> also, I, I can just give you guys more information with a spellcraft check. Uh, oh, I like that. detect those. magic on this memory box. Yeah, that happens. Not that that's what it is. I got a, tw- a 19 spellcraft check. That is not enough. Oh my god, I'm using hero point. (laughs) (laughs) 23. That is still not enough. Oh, no! Oh, Oh, use the second one, quick. (laughs) You're hot-dogging and it bit you in the ass. I don't want to actually use my my only remaining hero point on. Okay, so you did open it. And inside is... It contains numerous papers, all written in Infernal. Well... In some language. <laughs> Who knows what it could be. <laughs> so that is what is inside the cube. And also there's some other stuff uh, that I'll tell you guys. Um, so the torch is an ever-burning torch. The uh, The table holds some... In addition to the random papers, there's some other stuff. There's a cloth pouch containing 50 platinum pieces and 100 gold pieces. A leather bandolier holds an, uh, three different elixirs. Oh. As well as a feather token. I wow. take the feather token. Uh, among the papers on the table are writing equipment and a vial holding some alchemical solution. And then a Can I make a roll on that? Yeah. yeah, give me uh, craft alchemy. Can I also check the three vials that we were unsure of? Yeah, give me a spellcraft check. 17. Uh, you know that uh, these four vials hold... Uh, invisible ink. There's there's a smaller vial that is the triggering substance that reveals the ink. Hmm. Twenty three spellcraft on those potions. Okay. One of them is an elixir of hiding. You know that gives you a plus ten competence bonus on stealth for one hour. Then there's an elixir of tumbling, which is plus ten on acrobatics checks for an hour, and then an elixir of vision, plus ten on perception checks for an hour. Oh, uh, what does the feather token do? Oh, yeah, I was wondering that. Uh, it's like a one-time use item and it turns there's like a bunch of different types of feather tokens they all like transform into like a bigger object but in the meantime are just feathers with like the weight and size of a feather uh this particular feather turns into a swan boat so that's pretty much i stick it into my my feathers okay that's pretty much everything in this room uh and then there's the gate on the western side of the yeah i have a question about that 
Yeah. So, based off of all the floor plans and everything we had, it's safe to assume that the tunnel beyond the gate isn't leading into another part of the apothecary. It's leading, like, out underneath the city street. It looks like it's probably, like, a runoff tunnel that would lead into, like, a like, like a drainage you, something or other that okay. would then lead you into the streets, yeah. Or, like, into that the, probably into the seems, knot works, even. Yeah, oh, maybe, that yeah. probably seems like our way to leave, right? I'm going to take all the papers that are in the room. Yeah. If the hood didn't. Because I don't know. Nah, so we take everything that. on the. Yeah. Well, the, he said it was all. If the invisible ink revealer is going to reveal something on any of the paperwork yeah. we had. And I might be able to use the papers if they're old alchemy potions and stuff. Also yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we, we cannibalize this room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Devoth, give me a perception check. 20. You. Are on the first floor landing. Yeah. But you vaguely make out the sound of Zarskia's voice and you hear her talking to the guard up there. And she says, uh, I'm not taking any meetings for the rest of the day. I'll be in my room. Okay. <laughs> okay, back to uh, Tuck Tuck in the Hood. Um, so are we checking out this tunnel? Cannibalizing yeah, in that I, room and then you're checking out the tunnel. Yeah, I think we're going out the tunnel. All right. Um, so. Uh, you check out the gate on the west side of the basement, and it looks like rust and decay have weakened the gate's bars, but the padlock on it looks outstanding. Shoot the <laughs> lock until it breaks. Why don't you just break the bars? Yeah, the bars. All right, break the bars. The bars are probably going to be easier to break than the lock if they're all rusted out. All right, stone boy. Okay. Treat it like a woman in the medieval times. <laughs> She's a witch. The bars are a witch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bars are a witch. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll uh, start whacking at some bars. I mean, I'll shoot them with the bow too. Mechanically, that works. It just it seems weird to shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. An arrow. Exactly. <laughs> it's a real good shot you got there. <laughs> well, I mean, I do have a real good shot. I know. That's just that's just amusing right, to me. Right. Did you ever should see I, an actual I... arrow like deflect off something? It's terrifying. <laughs> like they actually do deflect, and they fucking they go crazy. You're shooting an arrow in an unknown direction at that point. It's so scary. <laughs> So the bars are a bit degraded, but they are definitely tougher than a lock. Mm, uh, I don't think this is a good idea. All right. I'm open to suggestions. We go out the way we came? Just pop an invisibility if she comes in. Well, I assume the chimney goes all the way to the roof, right? Oh, Axel? Imagine having a chimney that doesn't go to the roof. Yeah, right. Because yeah, like, then to. it's just, we all die. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it all just filters into Zarsky's room. <laughs> she just huffs it. <gasps> yeah. Actually, real quick, after after knowing that Zarsky was going back upstairs, mm-hmm. Devoth would like to go up and like quote unquote do another patrol of the third floor. Okay, Devoth, give me a bluff check for the guard. That's a thirty. He has a with that. Uh, how much time do you give her to get up there before you go up there? Maybe like 30 seconds. Just enough time for her to get up there and like, because I'm going up from the, the first level. So I got to go up to the second floor, mm-hmm. explain to the guard there that Zarskia wanted me to do regular patrols of the third floor. Okay. So by the time you head up, she's probably got like a bit over a minute head start. Yeah, that sounds about right. So you get up onto the third floor and you round the corner after circumventing the trap and you don't see her anywhere. Her bedroom door is closed. Uh, you don't know if that means she just never got there or she got there and closed the door behind her. Okay. I just kind of keep 
walking around the, the hall, just kind of like, not necessarily opening doors, but like listening at doors, see if I can hear something going on. Okay. Give me a perception check. Ooh, 29. You're not really sure what the sound is, but at the same time you're listening outside of Zarskia's door, Tuck Tuck in the Hood, you hear uh, ambient humming sound kick back in. Oh, so in that case, I don't want to go up the chimney, and I think we are going to have to break the lock. Or what about using the dirt mover? On that's what I was thinking behind the door. Um, that's what I was thinking, and then maybe popping the potion to sneak out from the kitchen, just out the front door. Why not? Let me try it. Yeah, I like that idea. Can you but, use the dirt mover right underneath the gate? I was thinking like the walls around it. I'm not sure if it's just in like a stone wall or if there's dirt around it. You could just move the dirt. <laughs> Well, the floor is definitely dirt. Right, and that's, yeah. Yeah, it would take you a it take you a few charges of the wand to do it right, but you could use the dirt mover to just go underneath the gate. Do we want to do that? Yeah, I think I'd rather do that. I like that. that idea. Good idea, Tom. Yeah, that's a sick idea. Good thing I thought of it. I turn around <laughs> with the dirt mover and I move all the dirt under the uh, gate. Tuck, tuck. That was brilliant. I'm the smartest bird alive. <laughs> Okay. Shit. I think you guys did it. Woo! So, Devoth, how long do you stay on the third floor? Enough to just, like, you know, do a quick search of every room. Like, I would listen at Zarska's door for a sec after hearing that humming come back on. Or hearing the humming come on. Unless she's making sounds of walking around that seems like she's caught on to what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to head back downstairs to the first floor to my post. Where does the tunnel lead out to? Uh, the tunnel just leads out to, uh, like, basically, like, the sewers. So I assume we get so out go back the that. other way? No. <laughs> go like back to the sewers. basement and wait? Like, I'm not going to the sewers. <laughs> I think we would head back to the house. Yeah, probably. Okay. So Maybe s- to the bar for a celebratory pint. <laughs> ah, actually, I think we should. I'm probably, we're going to get punished anyways for going off script. <laughs> Let's go get a drink. Yeah, we earned it. We got to get a drink first. Yeah, okay. we're going to go to the bar. I would say, Devon did anyone get see Cheryl? you up on the third floor, and you kind of explained what was going on. So, like, at least he's on board with this one. Like, Yeah, let's find Cheryl. He, he yeah, deserves we're a find drink. Cheryl. No, he no, worked hard on this. <laughs> yeah. Leave him on lookout, not knowing your fate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we go retrieve Cheryl the barrel. Yep. Nice. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, guys, how'd it go? Pretty good. We're going to go get a celebratory pint. You in? Hey. So we got what we came for, everything's all squared away, no one's in any trouble. Well, Well, we gotta come back for the brain fungus. Brain fungus? Maybe. maybe. Yeah, he likes looking at Dong. And I start whistling off towards the bar. (laughs) Alright, so cut back to Devoth. Uh, When did your shift start? Uh, I think like 2pm. Okay. So Uh, I'm here till like 10. uh, Scram, you're on the rooftop, give me a perception check. Mm, I don't like this. 18. You would see Tuck Tuck and Cheryl and the Hood kind of like walking down the street arm in arm <laughs> on their way to the pub. Then something else happens. So, Scram, does a 27 beat your touch AC? God, what? Yeah. You take 25 damage and hear a resounding <laughs> coming from <laughs> a neighboring rooftop. Jesus. Also, give me a fortitude save. So, I have a question. Yeah. Now that we're at the bar having victory pints, <laughs> how did God. she get into her locked room without the key? Well, maybe she had an extra on her belt. 
Ah, the belt. Also, you guys wouldn't have quite reached the bar yet. In fact, everyone give me perception checks. 13 for the hood. 24. I see everything. 26. Scram, how's that? How's that hole in your chest? Uh, 17. Oh, you made it. (laughs) Yes. Nice. Yes. You sound so surprised and saddened. I am so (laughs) surprised. I'm not saddened. I was just surprised. So the bullet that hit you was a pitted bullet. The fuck uh, is a pitted get bullet? pitted it's basically <laughs> get pitted no it's a, bill, it's a bullet that you can like infuse with poison that then like injects into you at, on contact oh shit. it's kind of like a hollow point where the hollow point is filled with poison <laughs> yeah there oh you go my god <laughs> uh so you fight off the poison the uh-huh. dc was 17 oh my god <laughs> tuck tuck and cheryl hear a resounding <laughs> coming from a rooftop about a block away Followed by a very manly whimper, I imagine, from Scram. <laughs> How? From the direction of the alchemy shop? Nope. Uh, you're walking away from the alchemy shop. Not that you know where Scram is, but you're walking away from it towards where Scram is. And in that same direction, beyond where you currently are, on a rooftop, you hear the sound. Everyone roll initiative. Why are we rolling initiative? I don't want to roll initiative right now. I mean, if you don't want to do anything about the gunshot that just went off, then I guess don't roll initiative. Yeah, it was probably like some dude what, shooting a why stray it gotta, cat. What's it got to do with me? I'm going yeah. to the bar. <laughs> Victory <laughs> pints. I didn't even hear it. Scram gets hit goes, ah, it's Scram. Ah. <laughs> yeah, did Scram. Did, did, Scram, did, 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 Scram just got hurt. <laughs> How do I know? Scram. 19. Cheryl. 6. Hood. 10. Tuck, tuck. 13. So, Scram, you look over from the direction that the pain is coming from. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're missing uh, leg. It's like you're playing uh, Doom and like the the right side of your screen just went red. But you see a man with with a musket uh, and like a long like overcoat and like dirty blonde hair. He's like he's he has like taken a knee on the rooftop adjacent to you and just shot you. It is your turn. Yeah, let's go with uh, spontaneous immolation on this dude. Okay, so he's got to make a fortitude save? Yep. 19. Ooh. Wow. Damn, <laughs> I think he made that. All right, well, with that, I uh, climb down the, from the roof on the exact opposite side that this guy is shooting from. Okay, so as a move action, you get to the other side of the roof. Oh, wait. Okay, I can't take another hit. In that case, is there any uh, cover on this roof? Uh, Yeah, you can probably find cover. Uh, the roof itself is a cover, if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll say the roofs are like generally, you know, come up to a point. So you just need to get over that point, and you'd have cover against this guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I duck for cover. Okay. So tuck tuck. You heard a gunshot. Are you gonna do anything about it? No. Yeah. There's not a lot of incentive for us at the moment. All right. I'm going to continue going for the bar, but I am going to roll a perception check to see if I see what's going on. Sure. Wow. How's a 36? I think you would probably see the man you saw in the apothecary the other day on a roof about a block ahead of you, and he is facing uh, the building across the street from it, but you cannot see anybody on that roof because Scram had just gotten cover. Hmm. But he has his he has his musket drawn, and you know that this guy is affiliated with the apothecary in some way. I'm gonna say that to the group that I'm with. I believe it's the Hood and Cheryl. 
Mm-hmm. Like, we, hey, I saw that guy at the apothecary. He seemed to be an important dude. And I pointed up to the roof, all casual-like. Why is he on the roof? Yeah. What a weird coincidence. Well, he's got a gun. What a weird coincidence. <laughs> what a weird coincidence. Know, keep your eyes open, I guess. <laughs> Let's go get a beer. Yeah. <laughs> Victory points. <laughs> Victory pines! <laughs> Victory pines! Shots! 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 <laughs> Real quick, this dude does take half of 3d6. Uh, does he? Yeah. yeah. Spontaneous immolation. I guess if you fail, you still take half damage and you don't catch on fire. All right, go for it. Teen, half of 13. Uh, six, six damage. damage. He dies. Awesome. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> the ultimate Ooh. glass cannon. No. He, uh, uh, fuck. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> seem to enjoy being immolated spontaneously. But uh, he is not dead. Do we see him burst into flames? Yeah, probably. Well, that piques my interest a little more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. I'm still trying to find a reason why the hood would even care that this guy is shooting and being caught on fire. I, I, I can't for Tuck Tuck. I, I can't. Okay. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't think Scram's over there. Like, last I knew, he was in the apothecary. If I saw a Scram herd, I'd run over, but... Yeah, I don't, and I think you. I mean, you heard her call for guards, but you don't know why. Right, exactly. I mean, that's fine if that's what you guys want to do. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. So it is now the musketman's uh, turn. Musketman. Musketman. And John uh, Musketman. (laughs) John Musketman. (laughs) Attorney at law. He hefts his musket over his shoulder, and he runs out of sight. uh, It looks like to begin climbing down the building. It is now Hood's turn. And then it'll be Cheryl's turn. If you guys are still like, huh, weird, then we can just move on. Well, at this point now, I don't even see him. All right. So, uh... All right, Scram, you're up. Uh, you, you still got spider climbing. I do. Uh, but Scram actually seeing uh, the mm, the hood, the Tuck Tuck and uh, Cheryl, mm-hmm. I... Sh- you can't currently see them. Like, you saw them, yeah. got shot, and then, like, went to the other side of the roof to get cover and you can no longer see them from your vantage point. Okay. It doesn't matter at that point because I know that all it took all of like 10 seconds for me to get over to there. Mm-hmm. So my assumption is that maybe they could still possibly hear me. Okay. So Scram is going to like yell out as like loud as he possibly can muster. Okay. Everybody roll perception again. Can I take a one? <laughs> I want that victory point. You still beat Cheryl <laughs> and Hood. I would actually. Oh, that's hysterical! Oh, I got man. a thirty. All three of you hear the shrill call of Scram, <laughs> being a bitch ass. <laughs> it's a scram in the wild. Ah! <laughs> the voice cracking and everything. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> You can't see him, but you can hear him. I feel like it'd be a, a what pretty... What does he yell? I, just I'm fine! Yeah. Don't, worry don't worry about me! About me. <laughs> like, it's I'm not like, Scram! Peril situation. What do you yell? Uh, you yell peril? Yeah. <laughs> Obvious <laughs> peril situation! Peril situation! You're someone in peril. <laughs> uh, no, I just scream out their names and like... Help! Call their names. <laughs> what an absolute maniac. <laughs> I told you he was going to lead these guards right back to Everyone us. Everyone involved with the heist. Yeah. To me! I, I, I hope you end up in the bilge, Scram. <laughs> oh, 
my god. All right, so you all hear Scram shouting, Tuck, Tuck, Cheryl, Hood, help. <laughs> I'm going... Is it my turn? Who's no, it's it? still my turn. It's Scram's turn, yeah. Uh, I dip over the... Uh, dip over the ledge to see like this dude's location. I don't think you can see him anymore. He spent his turn getting around the building to uh, start climbing down. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do the exact same. Um, you know, down the wall. Okay. Uh, so you can get down to the the ground as like a full round action. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you are on the ground, albeit on the opposite side of the building as the rest of your group. Okay. So it goes scram, building, street with Hood, Cheryl, and Tuck Tuck in it, building that had this musketman on it, but nobody currently knows his whereabouts. And it is now Tuck Tuck's turn. Well, that ruins my pint plan. <laughs> but doesn't it? I hear that? You heard Wait. your name yelled, and you look around, and you see what? Well, I know it was Scram. I mean, you guys just you saw a guy with a gun shooting. Yeah, I, right, right. So I, I would put this all together and be like, yeah, I have to go not have a good time and instead <laughs> save a child. I'm going to run towards where I saw that dude. Okay. You can get but to that. Literally don't move. I mean, you can get to the building in as a move action. You saw him on the roof of that building. Yeah, I do that. Okay. You're at the base of the do building. I, do I see him? No. I'm going to ready an action. Okay. If I see him climbing, I'm going to shoot him with a disc. All right. All right. So it is now the musketman's turn. And uh, Tuck Tuck, you see him on the ground running out from like around the corner. Like he he climbed down on like an opposite facing wall and he's now on the ground and he like ran out into the street. So you can now see uh, him. Blast. Okay. I'm going to target him with a stone disc slashing. 25 to hit for 18 damage. I'll say he's flat-footed because he wouldn't have expected that. So you hit him, and he takes 18 damage. Surprise, motherfucker! You really did 18 with one disc? What is the damage die for that? 48. Wow. Damn. You were rolling shitty in the basement. Yup. I really (laughs) super was. I was not happy about it. (laughs) Alright, so he gets clobbered by a stone discus. He would then... uh, Stop his movement, turn, and take a shot at Tuck Tuck. Bring it, but not a lot. Like, don't bring it too bring much. Bring it a little bit. Ooh, wow. That's a natural 19. That's not what I wanted. Oh, to good so thing it wasn't those. a 20. Right? <laughs> yeah, with a fucking uh, gun. Oh that would have been fun. You definitely hit, so don't even worry. You take 29 damage. That's not a small amount. <laughs> no. No. Vital Strike with a D12 weapon is pretty fucking dope. So, yeah, that's how much damage Tuck Tuck just took from that. Okay, so that was Guile's turn. Hood, you're up. You just saw this gunslinger run out from behind a wall. Tuck, tuck, threw a stone discus at him. He went, oh, and then just like turned on the spot and took quite a few feathers out of Tuck, tuck. Um, Well, it looked pretty effective, so I'm going to use a move action to move up here. I'm going to study target. I'm going to activate my bracers, and I believe I'm in point blank range. I'm going to vital strike. It looks really effective. 24 to hit. That hits. For 10 damage. All right, Cheryl, you're up. Can I run over and book this guy? He seems kind of far away. He is a little far away. You can get here as a move action. Or you could use your new third level spell and run at him. My tattoo. His butt tattoo. <laughs> His tramp stamp. All right. What is that again? All right. 
It burst of speed. It's my tramp stamp. Oh my god. It's a tattoo where I get a third level spell. What does burst of speed do? It gives me uh, extra move. You it's a, you know it's it a swift af- action that gives him a 20 foot bonus to his movement speed. Actually, 10 foot yeah, bonus. Yeah, 20 foot bonus. It's a 10 foot bonus because you're wearing medium armor. Oh, get fucked. Oh. Yeah, so I'll go 10 extra feet. And, and actually, then I'll... We'll just say it adds a 10 foot bonus to your movement speed so that. So you can charge like, from there. All right, him. let's charge. Charge! So Tuck Tuck shoots this guy and gets shot in return. The hood <laughs> steps up and shoots him, and then you're dunk 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 <laughs> as the barrel flies by at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> they say nothing can stop a barrel, so we'll see if that's true. What is that? Is you that twenty? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit, son! And that confirmation roll is oh. twenty-five, correct? Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh no, it's twenty-seven because I get plus two, right? Yeah, that confirms. Yes, I'm the greatest of all time. Twenty-five Do you see the book damages? damage. Yeah, well, you max that out too. Well, let's see what the crit is. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh, fun times. All right. So this crit is called knockback with bludgeoning. So double damage. So exactly what your crit says. And the target is pushed 1d6 squares directly away from you. Jesus. Dude, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> so right. go ahead and roll that a d6. That looks so good. Yeah, Cheryl. Cheryl roll. just barreling into this dude and <laughs> knocking him back with his book. Oh. And he gets shoved back 15 feet on, top of, so taking, on top of taking how much damage, Cheryl? 25. Choo-choo, motherfucker. It's insane. I'm the most powerful I've ever been, and it's all thanks to my tramp stamp. <laughs> As I pick up my innards, I cheer for you. Hooray! This is this is way worse than a victory pint. <laughs> Alright, good turn, Cheryl. Thank you. That uh, was awesome. I'll go ahead and add the... I don't think it's an actual rule, but it's something I've always applied to bull rushes. If they go more than 10 feet, they're prone. Nice. So, like, I can't see someone getting knocked back 15 feet, and then they're, they're fine. On It'd their... be like a DBZ, you know, where they... Yeah. You know where they slide yeah. Yeah. for like a mile? <laughs> yeah, they're like on a bowling lane or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> I got greased feet. <laughs> so that motherfucker's prone. Scram. I'll tell you, you did hear another gunshot, but it clearly was not directed at you. Right. I I would feel more comfortable coming around backside this way because this is where I last saw the... The south side or the north side? The south side, because go. that is where I last saw south side. Uh, your friends, yeah. Okay. So, uh, friends. Yeah. Let's use that term pretty loosely. Yeah, okay. underlings. <laughs> yeah, yeah his, underlings. His that was even worse. <laughs> uh, as I'm running, I take out a potion of uh, medium uh, cure moderate. Yeah, cure moderate. There you go. Okay. And I chug that down. All right. Oh, I feel like I could get hit again. Not that you're uh, eager to, but yeah. Do I still have like a action, or is there Mm-mm. no? No. Moving and drinking is is your okay. turn. Okay, so this guy is going to stand up. He's going to reload his musket as a free action, and he's going to uh, he's going to take a shot at Cheryl, and he's going to he's going to go for a cold shot. He's going to hit uh, Cheryl in the leg. What? Why? That's, that's well, considering you just barreled up on his ass and knocked him on his ass 15 yeah, feet away. Yeah, but be cool, guy. <laughs> be cool, guy. Now, What a front desk guy. The called shot rules uh, on touch attacks uh, say that instead of the penalties, you're just rolling to hit normal AC. 
is oh. how that works, which is... How come weird. I never got that? Yeah, and that's, that's actually, like, more of a penalty in a lot of cases. I well, it seems, it's, it's more of a penalty in some cases, but less in others, so I guess it probably evens out. I Regardless, I want to know why all of a sudden this come up, comes up now. Don't worry That's about it. That's not how it was for Manny. Man- Manny's dead, Rest so get peace. over it. <laughs> Rest <laughs> so he's going for Cheryl's leg. Which leg? Your good leg. That is a 23 to hit. Uh, Against my what? Your regular AC. Oh, sick. 25. Get out of here, scrub. Yeah, that, like that, that rule change was very fortunate for Cheryl, because otherwise his ACU was going to be like a 12. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, I skipped over Tuck Tuck. Uh-huh. Uh, so Tuck Tuck, you're up. Okay, I'll go. I'm just going to drop two ball lightning on him. Uh, is he wearing metal armor? Mm, He's holding a gun. Let's see. He's holding a gun. Uh, shit. Yeah. He's wearing a chain shirt. Sick. So it's a DC 24 reflex save. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. It's probably a good save, though. It's a 14. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh. Uh, and he's got to make another one because there's two balls hitting him. That's 14. What are the odds? Oh, oh. 15 and 11. 15 damage and then 11 damage? Yeah. Nice. Zap, zap. And those spheres last for eight rounds. So forever. All right. So we'll say this happens before uh, he stands up and he never gets a chance to because he is dead. Yeah. Damn. One zappy bird. The name comes yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> And Barrel still hasn't killed anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Victory pints? Victory, Victory pints. pints. We should probably loot his body first. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm also coughing up blood, so. And loot his body oh. in the middle of the street. <laughs> I could do some healing. Yeah, the, there were, it was a pretty crowded street, and you guys definitely, like, the crowd dispersed. <laughs> Scram, I'm sure you, guards uh, are on their way. Scram, you, you can come around the That's corner, weird. like, right after this. Yeah transpires and you see your friends uh hmm. approaching the dead hmm. body of the man who shot you what did you do scram i was uh i was hiding they they originally called the i thought you were in the guards. apothecary yeah they originally called the guards on me uh while i was in my uh while i was in with uh Zarskia. and uh i ended up teleporting out out of the apothecary, and I ran until I went up a building. This mm-hmm. guy somehow found me, which uh, leads me to think that they either have some sort of spell on me, or... Mm. Well, at the very least, there's probably more guards close by. I'm sure they heard that gunfire. So we should get the hell out of here. Then. Yeah, so you guys uh, make yourself scarce. Yep. Do we loot real quick, or are we just leaving? I don't care what he has. <laughs> Asking all the right questions. My assumption is that he wasn't alone, and they can't have anything on him that's more valuable than the shit that Hood and Tuck Tuck have on the two of us. Right. That's that's probably a fair assumption. I was thinking we were oh. going back to what's his name. At and this point, sandwiches. I'm hungry now. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Considering you guys are probably coming back, I with love the how evidence, you were on that. There's too, probably going to be some booze flowing tonight. No, I want food now. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys return to. Tessa's house, and Meryl is waiting for you. I tell him we have news, but first we eat while we wait for Defa. Oh, come now. You don't don't leave me hanging. Nope. I don't report to you. I suppose I don't host for you then. I go into the kitchen. I'll call that bluff. He needs me more than I need him right now. 
Alright, you know what I do? I uh, I reach into the puzzle box, and I close it and just toss it to him as I walk into the kitchen. Just to be a dick? Well, like, alright, here you go. Here, That's you what figure I got. it out. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell you I got into it. I just said, we got snooze. He looks at it and says, what is this? Yeah, what is that? I'm in the kitchen. It's a puzzle box. What does it do? Puzzles you. It's a puzzle yeah, box puzzle lady. box, you hear yelled from the kitchen. What does it do? It's a puzzle box. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, copy paste. <laughs> do you uh, I come out with a plate of food. We'll open it when the box gets back. I'm going to go get a plate of food now. Do you where mind if I play with it? Meryl hands it to Scram. He says, where did you find it? Are you going to really make us say this twice? Because once I tell you, then DeVos is going to come back. I have to tell him. Why can't we just wait? Get some food. Victory pints. Victory pints. Is, is there any beer in the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> when I hear victory pints, I'm going to come out with victory pints from my two compadres. And I'll say, victory pints! Mero continues grilling you guys for a while. I go back for food. Oh my God. And ignore all of his advances until Devoth gets back. Because I agree with the hood. All right, so uh, cut to, what, 10 p.m.? Yeah, probably like 10.30 by the time I get back. Okay. Um, we might be pretty drunk. <laughs> well, let's not cut to there just yet, because uh, Devoth, you're at the apothecary, and about an hour goes by after uh, Zarskia goes up to her room. You hear a commotion coming from the other side of the closed door that leads to the front hallway. You're on the, the landing of the first floor, which is technically the back hallway. The front hallway leads to the uh, storefront. So you hear a commotion, and then the that door opens, and a guard comes through, and he looks uh, he looks pretty concerned. He just kind of passes you without a word. He looks very upset. As he's walking past, I would try and get his attention, just like, uh, hey, uh, what what happened? Why so glum? He says, I gotta, I gotta get Zarskia. Oh, right, she's up in her room. I don't know if she's gonna want to be disturbed. Uh, so he walks up the stairs, and uh, a couple minutes later, he comes back down with Zarskia who looks very annoyed, and he uh, he leads her past you back into the uh, the front hallway. A uh, few minutes pass, and Zarskia emerges again, and she, like, sprints up the stairs. Okay. I look a little confused, but um, I'll do the same thing. I'll give her a little less time than last time, since she seemed to be in a hurry, but I'll go back up and make, like, I'm, I was sent to patrol the third floor again. All right. Give me a perception check. Twelve. You don't hear anything. Okay. So, yeah. I, I go up to the third floor. I do my little walk around and just kind of okay, shrug and go back down to my post. About an hour goes by and Zarsky comes down the stairs and she stops at the bottom and faces you. She says, what did you say your name was? Devon, ma'am. And how long have you been working at the apothecary? Oh, less than a week. Come with me. And she goes back upstairs. All right. I follow. She leads you up to the third floor, and she brings you into the room opposite the hallway of her room. It's like the empty bedroom that has the uh, like the crossbow train on the wall that is the trap in the hallway. She closes the door. She has you take a seat. The only thing to really sit on is the bed, which is, uh, she says, uh, how did you hear about the apothecary? You're a well-known apothecary. You've got a good reputation about town, and... I'd been on the sea for a while and needed something landside. It seemed like a good spot to work. Make a bluff check. Uh, that's a 33. She says, uh, 
and you've never met that wizard who calls himself Scram Anacra. Doesn't ring a bell. Because here's my problem, Devon. You started working here. Your first day, that boy shows up. Starts asking me strange questions about my assets. Just a few days later, he comes back. And one question too many, he teleports away. And now I find that one of my personal confidants has been murdered just two blocks away from here. When you've been in the type of business that I'm in, you stop believing in coincidences, Devin. Now you seem like you're telling the truth, but as far as I'm concerned, that's not good enough. I didn't know running an apothecary was that uh, dangerous of a business. I'm not so sure that you didn't. Come with me. And she leads you out of the bedroom. As soon as, soon as she turns around to open the door, I'm going to like slap my right breast pocket, cast invisibility on myself, and hop out the window. Okay. So, you slap your right breast pocket. Standard action. Yeah. Move action, you go over to the window. She reaches... Uh, roll initiative. 19. Okay. So... She reaches the door, and you can tell that she's about to turn around. It is your turn. So yeah, standard action, I cast invisibility on myself from the scroll in my pocket. You've already done that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I, I gave you that uh, while she was walking away. So that was like, you just the like, supr- that was like my surprise round was doing that. Yeah, so actually, yeah. So the standard action was you casting invisibility. Okay. She's now at the door. She's about to turn around, but it's your turn. Okay. So I'm going to cast Obscuring Mist to fog up the room and then i'm going to jump out the window without opening it yeah just crash through okay all right so you crash out the window give me an acrobatics check i'm going to give you a minus two penalty for jumping out of the window this is to land on like land on your feet okay so with the minus two that is a 10 i'm gonna say you're 15 feet off the ground intentional fall you ignore the first 10 feet but you failed your acrobatics check, so you're going to take 2d6. Okay. Ignore the first 10 feet, and the next 10 feet is non-lethal. So you're going to take 1d6 lethal, 1d6 non-lethal. Okay. One lethal, two non-lethal. Okay. From the broken window, you hear her scream, Dow it! To the street! And you hear a much louder crash than the one that you created. (laughs) (laughs) So you fall prone when you land uh and you're like just picking yourself up and there's a and the clay golem that you saw in her room has landed on the street level and we'll see you next week (laughs) oh my god oh oh my god see ya see ya see ya see ya What's going on? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I probably. I That's probably, the whole podcast, people. The whole podcast, right there. <laughs>